This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, what up? It is the Man Fuse Podcast. Kaylee here, your host, audio producer, voice artist, my co-host, Ben H., real estate broker, entrepreneur. We call him the closer. So today on the Man Fuse Podcast, we're going to talk about the big hearing on Capitol Hill. If we didn't already distrust our government, did we ever really believe that they were hiding nothing in Area 51 and that they found nothing? in regards to UFOs and aliens? No, and we've heard whistleblowers come out just to disappear. But the testimony that we got on the Hill the other day, to me, is undeniable. What do you think? This is the balls of today's episode. Oh. The hearing with the Oversight Committee, David Grush, an intelligence officer for 14 years, both in the U.S. Air Force and at the rank of major, and most recently, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, GS-15, civilian level. Anyway, he became a whistleblower with concerns that the intelligence community inspector general were operating with secrecy and keeping knowledge of UAP, Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena, and Transmedium Objects. So he became a whistleblower because he felt that the government was hiding valuable secrets he felt should be being shared with current pilots because there are some testimony from a current pilot mm-hmm. and where he has witnessed these UAPs and there was concerns that there are dangers. Yeah. So, and they don't know what it is. Yeah, David Fravor. So David Fravor is a Navy pilot that came forward. I mean, he's been on Joe Rogan. He's been on all the different podcasts, like, talking about it. He's, you know, this is the video where you have the thing, and it's, like, sitting there, and the wind is 130 knots, and it's just, like, sitting still. And then it turns like this, and it turns like this, and then it just darts off. Like, and fast, they're sitting there like going, what is that thing? Right. But the guy who testified, his name is Ryan Graves. He's a former Navy pilot as well. And he said that he was informed of a multi-decade government UAP retrieval program. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, these guys are up there saying, too, that these things are like commercial and military pilots. It is a routine thing for them to see completely routine and completely underreported that it happens constantly and what's not being disclosed is is this something that we know about is this something that are is this some secret thing that is made by humans that we're dealing with here or is it not made by humans and do we know who what when how it's made or don't we i think david grush is the main whistleblower who And he said his testimony was based on information that had been given to him by individuals with long-standing track records of legitimacy and service to this country, many of whom who also shared compelling evidence in the form of photography, official documentation, and classified oral testimony. He said he has taken every step to corroborate this evidence over a period of four years and to do his due diligence on the individuals that were sharing it. And it is because of these steps that he believes strongly enough in the importance 
of bringing this information before the House Oversight Committee. And he said he's driven by a commitment to truth and transparency rooted in our inherent duty to uphold the United States Constitution and protect us as the American people. So he was asking Congress to hold our government to the standard and thoroughly investigate these claims because he was saying he believes the government is in possession of certain artifacts, certain things from their recovery retrieval, which have been kind of verified that these things are not from this world. Right. Or they are, and we just don't know about them. You know, that's another possibility. We don't know a whole lot about this world. I mean, other than the moon landings, if you believe that we landed on the moon, other than the moon landings, human beings have not left low Earth orbit, which is where the space center is. It's about 120 miles up. Okay. And which sounds like a pretty long ways and and ultimately straight up, I suppose it is a long way. So Neil deGrasse Tyson says that 120 miles as it compares to the size of the earth is like less than an inch off the surface. So if you were to look at a globe, right, where the space center is, is like less than an inch. He says that even from the space station, the earth looks flat. He said, when you see pictures, Neil deGrasse Tyson said this, I'm not saying this. He said, when you see pictures of space and it looks round, he said, that's fisheye lenses. He said, it looks absolutely flat. But he's also gone and called out flat earthers saying that the earth is not flat. He has. And he also is continuing to claim that actually the earth is bigger than we think, that it's actually much larger than we think. So the size of the earth basically is growing as it pertains to Neil deGrasse Tyson as well. So there's a lot. He also says the earth is pear shaped. Well, um, which is it, Tyson? I think it just points to the fact that when you really get down to brass tacks, and we know what we were all taught in school, and we know what we all basically believe, okay? But when you really get down to the brass tacks of it, we really don't know a whole lot <laughs> we don't know about where we are. Everybody's kind of guessing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we really don't know. I mean, you know, theory has become fact in many cases, but yet if you really dig into these facts, what you'll find is that they are based in theory. Yeah. They're just the ones that theories that have been adopted and that one sounds good and made sense of and and put in the teaching books in school and that's what your kids are taught that's what we were taught that's right and one very famous scientist said that actually all of them make complete sense if you will grant them one miracle all these different ideas right they all make sense if you'll grant them one miracle like the big bang or something so each theory has its own miracle basically in other words we don't know right you know know what i'm saying (laughs) in other words it's a fucking made-up story well in a sense but then you know it's backed by some calculations Mm. and data and testing and and what we can see and what we can you know and all those kinds and these people that are making these theories are very intelligent people most of them from what you hear about them and how they portray themselves once again you know they're all coming through these institutions Institutions that you don't have access to. I didn't You're not verif- smart enough. I didn't verify his grades. I agree. So you have these UAPs, and they're flying like at thirty thousand miles an and hour, and they're maneuvering like nothing we have 40, in our forty thousand miles per. I mean, just like Mach fifty, going east, going west, going yeah, north, just like a just, ping pong, like a balloon that you took the air out of, and it goes. That's right. 
yeah, just, just all over the place. Just blasted. Yeah. And there's all different kinds of them. We've seen upside down pyramids. We've seen flying saucers. We've seen the Tic Tac looking things. We've seen. Can you imagine yeah. what if you were in a Tic Tac that was good to do? Tucker Carl. And these Tic Tacs, they're huge. A couple miles long, some of them. What? Just massive. They're huge. And they're maneuvering. And they're just like, boom! I wonder what kind of petrol that thing has. I mean, That better have, like, the Iron Man, you know, energy source. There's no sonic boom, so they're actually not moving. There's no resistance. There's no... When you have air resistance and you move past the speed of sound, you get the sonic boom, right? Right. There's no boom. There's no nothing. There's no resistance in the air or in the water. You know, Tucker Carlson, who I would say is a pretty reputable journalist and dug deep into the UFO thing, interviewed all kinds of people. He said, it's just unbelievable. He said, basically, no one cares. He says, the information is out there. He says, you know, the submarines are ones that are picking up because they get passed by things underwater going a couple hundred miles per hour. Underwater, a couple hundred miles per hour, just zoom. How does anything move through water, uh, you know? And with no current, with no way, they just see on the radar, it just goes zoop. They're like, what the fuck? What was that? We don't know. There's nothing it's that gone. we know of that moves hundreds of miles an hour underwater. You can barely move. I mean, a <laughs> hundred miles per hour on top of the water is cooking. That's a speedboat. Yeah. Right? But something that has- Under a- the water is even worse. <laughs> yeah, my God. <laughs> The resistance. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Have you I ever mean, tried to like? You've done weights in a pool before. I oh, mean, it's like yeah. I mean, you can't move. Try running full speed underwater. Yeah. See how you fast know. you go. Yeah. Exactly. So the whole thing is just you know it seems to be that disclosure would be nice. <laughs> Wouldn't be it? Nice. Yeah. But I think that if you really look at what the possible news could be, I just don't know if people. I think one thing kind of leads to the next, kind of leads to the next. And I think it opens up a picture that would change everything. The government government does not want us to see. Yeah, I I think that we are under a spell, in a sense. I think that we're under an impression that we personally know things that are not true. That we may know these things, but these things are actually not true. Right, but they're still... The main narrative. And if you try to say anything against it, you will be scorned and defiled because it's so far outside of our perception to even consider questioning these things. And if they were to go, okay... The gimmick's up, guys. Here's the truth. Here are the images. Here's what we've retrieved. This... This metal, this type of mineral, uh, uh, you know, whatever it is, is can be found nowhere on this planet. Right. The technology that is in, you know, we're trying to reverse engineer it. We've never seen anything right. like it. Or how about this one? We actually live on a much larger planet than you've been told. It's about a thousand times the size. And you live on a part of it with a big ice wall around it. And these creatures, these UFOs, are actually from other civilizations on this planet that just zoom past us. They don't even give a shit about us. Stupid humans. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're a million years in advance. We actually have a contract with these people. (laughs) Right. right. And, you know, I don't know. That's just, I don't believe, I'm not saying I believe that. I'm just saying if, if something like that were to be the truth, it would completely blow up 
everything. And then you would, then the government was like, well, then they really won't believe us with everything else that we've fed them. Well, what would really happen? I mean, think about that, dude. People with planes would start flying. I mean, people with boats would start going. I mean, there'd be a great... Be uh, like a gold rush. Oh, there'd be a great rush to the edge to go beyond, to find and figure out and discover. And, you know... Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> and, yeah, and it's very interesting because Antarctica, for example, right. the people who believe in a not circular spherical planet believe that Antarctica is the Antarctic circle, that it's actually a circle that goes around the flat plane, which is the earth, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if that were true, and if it were true that you could go there and you could go, then what it would mean, Chris, is that there's actually, what if there's ocean and continents on the other side of that? Oh, we fucking not. I mean, what if there are just, what if there's more ocean, just like our ocean, and there's more continents, just like our continents, and there's more land, and there's more cities and species and, you know, all different kinds of things beyond there. What would that do to Earth as we know it? people would fucking it'd be crazy yeah well getting back i mean absolutely i think you're right but getting back to uh, global warming right yeah well i mean it's like when you look at the sun right you look at the sun and we did this experiment at my house the other day remember because i've, With I've the basketball the basketball and the bb <laughs> it's always it's the carrot the egg and the bean well i did a little basketball and the bb i did a little independent research it's the oak and the <laughs> and i wanted to know what a scaled down version true to size of the earth and the sun would be like you know like things our side like how could we scale it down to the hundredth power or something like that right and it's actually a bb and a basketball and then when you do that scale they go about 93 million miles becomes about 75 to 85 feet okay so call it 80 feet so you take a bb and that's the earth and you you give a friend of yours the basketball and have him walk 80 feet over there right down to the end of the driveway or something mm -hmm. and that's the sun and the earth right but if we are on the BB looking at the basketball, it feels like we're on the basketball looking at the BB. I mean, if you look at the sun, you mm. know, it doesn't encompass the entire sky. No. It's you a, know, it's a round circle. A that... fucking cloud goes over it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Like fucking, I mean, you know, it doesn't encompass. So if you were to say, oh, that's the size of the basketball and, and we're on the little BB. Yeah. Well, I mean, are you going off of feel or are you going off of fact? Because if we go off of feel, that's not how it feels. Right. Yeah. If no. we go off of fact, that's just how it is. Right. So whatever. Right. Global warming, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> UAPs. And let's just be clear here. These types of conversations are happening in congressional hearings under sworn to the most serious crime Today? you can commit is to lie yeah, right. to Congress. Right. And these are the conversations that they are having. Today. Now. Yeah. And so, you know, so a lot of people may hear me talking about this. Go, oh, blah, 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 blah. listen, I'm not talking about what I believe. I'm talking about what these guys are talking about. Yeah. Well, let me get back to David Grush here. In sworn testimony under oath this morning. So during his course of serving in the military and in and whatever programs he was in he was informed that there was of a multi-decade uap crash retrieval and reverse engineering program to which i was denied access to 
to those additional read-ons. Mm. I made the decision based on the data that I collected to report this information to my superiors and multiple inspector generals, and in effect, became a whistleblower. He says, as you know, I've suffered retaliation for this decision. He's hopeful that his actions will ultimately lead to a positive outcome of increased transparency. That's right. He says, it is with a heavy heart, this was his closing statement, and a determined spirit that I stand under oath, because having made the decision based on the data I collected and reported to provide this information to the committee, I was driven to this duty by a conviction to expose what I viewed as a grave congressional oversight issue and a potential abuse of executive branch authorities. Wow. He said this endeavor was not born out of malice or dissatisfaction, right. but from an unwavering commitment to truth and transparency, right. an endeavor in rooted, an endeavor rooted in our inherent duty to uphold the United States Constitution, protect the American people, and seek insights into the matter that have the potential to redefine our understanding of the world. Thank you. Boom. Because it will change the fucking world. It is not what we think it is. I Okay, here's what I believe. I don't know what the fuck it is. Okay, this is what I think. We don't know what it is. We've done our best to define it. But the truth is we just don't know. Right. Can I keep reading on? Because this oh, guy yeah. is Sorry. spitting some Sorry. shit. In an era fraught with division and discord, our exploration into the UAP subject seems to resonate with an urgency and fascination that transcends political, social, and geographical boundaries. Geographical? A democratic process must be adhered to when evaluating the data, and it is our collective responsibility to ensure that the public involvement is encouraged and respected. Indeed, the future of our civilization and our comprehension of humanity's place on Earth and in the cosmos depend on the success of this very process. It is my hope that the revelations we unearth through investigations of the non-human reverse engineering program I have reported will act as an ontological earth-shattering shock, a catalyst for global reassessment of our priorities. As we move forward on this path, we might be poised to enable extraordinary technological progress in a future where our civilization surpasses the current state-of-the-art in propulsion, material science, and energy production and storage. The knowledge we stand to gain should spur us toward a more enlightened and sustainable future, one where collective curiosity is ignited, global cooperation becomes the norm rather than the exception. That's a powerful wow. fucking statement. And that was said under oath. oath to Congress. He addresses so, Mr. Chairman, ranking members, and congressmen. I mean, you know, okay, I want everybody to look at the moon. Ooh. I want you to Stare. look at the moon and how when it's the next full moon. Hold on. Let me pull up my little moon calendar here because <laughs> I got an Apple watch. If you don't have an Apple watch, I got to be honest. I like nice watches and stuff like that. Well, so and an Apple watch isn't nice. I, no, I just never really wanted like a digital watch. I just, you know, I just want like, I love this thing. It looks like the next full moon is going to be in like two days. The 11th will be pretty full. I mean, full full is going to be the 15th, but here's the point. Look up at the moon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> look up at the moon look up at the moon and look at the there's a bright part of the moon and then there's a dark part of the moon right there's a bit of a pattern there okay and there are some people who have overlaid 
the map of the continents of the earth to that pattern. Yeah. And it matches a portion of it. It only matches a portion, only the upper right portion. And there's a lot more. There's a lot more. So if that match is true, and if the moon would be reflecting... Meaning there's another portion of Earth. The Earth is much larger than we think, as per the reflection of the continents of the moon. Remember, the moon does not turn. The moon, if the moon is a sphere, it's proven that it does not spin. It's sitting still. And we are spinning around. And we are, no, we're spinning like this, and it's sitting still. We only see ever one side of the moon. It's very strange. I mean, it's fucking crazy. But that's a known fact. I mean, it's not like we can sit here and watch it spin. So the point is that we know that this thing is facing us called the moon, right? Right. And if the continents are reflected on it properly, there's a lot more land than we have on our maps. You know, now this statement from Dave Grush is just his state, but I would like to have seen, and, and I'm going to dig into this and maybe we'll have it for you next week, the questions the oversight committee were asking him. Yeah. So we don't have the back and forth here. This is just his letter, his, you know, what he was going off of. Well, to me, it's very frustrating because, you know, these people are citizens that are coming forward. These people are known as whistleblowers. These people are known as... These are active duty, like, people that have served our country and have high standards. And he even says that how many lives this has wrecked Yes. Because if you were a whistleblower... And why? Because you were speaking out against the narrative. Well, right, because you're saying, hey, I saw something doesn't make much sense here. I know what they've got in that fucking uh, you know, area Right, 51. and there's many pilots that will come out and say, hey, you know, we believe the Earth is a globe and everything, but we don't ever see curvature. But whistleblowers, you know? <laughs> but mean, whistleblowers in the past, they either die... Uh-huh weirdly yeah Yeah. or they are discredited and they are you know labeled and basically perceived as a psychotic or mental issues or well and once you're known in the media you know try going back to you know doing your regular job now you're a pedophile yeah right or whatever yeah you ain't getting hired anywhere no No one wants to be around you you know you've been discredited you know via the government right so what he was saying was that a lot of lives that have been ruined for no reason whatsoever right because they are doing exactly what he is doing and as he said there has been retaliation towards him right but this is a man who thinks this is a bigger issue than himself yeah this if he's gonna go down he is going to at least speak the truth and you know we had some backup there too i just you know i'm very curious as to what they've got does the does the house oversight does it do they have the ability to make the people that have been you know burying this and you know how many people like does our president like does the president even have acts i know he is the the main guy but he is like the main puppet he doesn't make all the decisions he has mm-hmm. some executive power that doesn't mean he knows every secret right he knows what the people before him want him to know right 
to an extent. So, you know, I mean, well, no president has ever released the Kennedy files, the assassination of John F. Kennedy. I mean, the file is there. I mean, this information is there. And actually, President Trump released the majority of it. Trump released 80 percent. And when asked why he didn't release the other 20 percent, he said it's so horrible that you just wouldn't believe it. But you'll find out one day. So even what does that even mean? what does that mean? I mean, it was horrible anyway. He got assassinated. Well, but what but what bigger powers were at play? I mean, you know, for him, because, you know, Trump is Trump. You think Trump, he's going to release the damn thing. And even he held back the last 20 percent. He did more than any president, 80 percent. But even he held back. Well, 20%. chances are he held back because there was probably no good outcome that was going to come right. of releasing the damning information right. that was there. And that it could have ultimately, and what is thought Could have is brought that, down the government. Well, what is thought Maybe, is that- I'm guessing, I don't know. It would destroy the life or the reputation of whoever released the information. It would become your legacy. You know what I'm saying? kind of a thing i mean it's he so... was the guy that unleashed ebola out right, there to yeah, everybody yeah, yeah yeah oh why did you have to tell and us so everybody's that. kicked the can on it that's fucked up that's how nasty it is and i think that what's being called for here you know is you have these guys that are coming forward and they're risking their freedom and they're risking their life and they're risking their, their reputation future. their future to say these things but what does that really tell us the way i process that is why aren't we being told why does it take these guys coming forward and risking their life? Why can't we just know? Why can't you just tell us? Like, why, why? can't you just tell us you were wrong? Well, but it's even, we've gotten to a point, I feel like, it's beyond being wrong. Because you've known you were wrong. It's like continuing a lie, and we all lie. Oh, I mean, we all white lies. Some lies are worse than others, big lies. And obviously, we're humans. No one's perfect, you know? And the government is thinking, okay, well, this better that the, you know, better than our citizens not know. Yeah. Probably better that all the world's citizens not have this information for whatever reason they say. But now it's gotten to the point they've kicked the can and buried it and ruined lives so many years down the road that the fallout is going to be of an epic scale. Well, you start looking at Antarctica, for example, the continent on the lower part of the earth, right? You start looking at Antarctica and you find something really strange. Number one, there really isn't much land at all on the southern part of the world. It's mostly ocean. There's not much land down there. When you actually look at the bottom of it, there's much more land up on the top of the earth than on the bottom. You've got like a little piece of uh, uh, Argentina running down. You've got kind of like the bottom of Africa. you got like South Africa, but there's not much down there. Australia's down there. New Zealand. Yeah, you got some stuff down there, but even still... Australia's a long way from the bottom bottom. You see what I'm saying? So the bottom bottom, really not much land. Now, the only thing, the only thing every single country agrees on is that Antarctica's off limits. It's called the Antarctic Treaty. Every country in the world signed it, says you can't go there. If you do, you're going to be prosecuted. You're going to be turned around. Every country has agreed to share in the protection of of Antarctica. There's military protection supported by every country in the world to prevent people from going to Antarctica. Q 
can't go there. Now, there are some little touristy things that there's a little part south of Argentina where you can go and, like, fuck around with penguins and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But when you look at it on the map, it would be what would be considered the northernmost part of Antarctica. It's the part that kind of comes out and touches Argentina. So there's a lot that we don't know about Antarctica. Antarctica is a big, fat mystery. And And why is it so protected? What sits on the other southern side of Antarctica that... Right. Or is it just a continent? Or is there like a hole in it and there's a hole in the earth? Or, you know, I mean, what is it? Or or is it? I, I don't know. I'm not going to push conspiracy theories. But, well, yeah, but, but why can't But what if go- there's land on the other side of it? Well, now that would make sense, wouldn't it? Because the countries here want to keep the population here. And we can't have this whole world government thing going on that we got going on. If we know that we're just a little puddle in a big ass series of lakes you know what i'm saying for example right. if you were to zoom all the way out you know it's crazy though yeah why aren't then it'd be like well fuck this why can't we <laughs> see what's on the southern part like why is it so protected and universally yeah. agreed upon yeah. that i mean what's there well that's the point there's different theories about why but the fact lies behind the agreement of the governments It's crazy. And those are the things that are being covered up. And Eisenhower came and said, you know, 60 years ago, 60, however long years ago, at the end of his presidency, he said the true danger, not just to the American people, but to the people of the world is the military industrial complex. The military industrial complex is truly who's running the world. So I believe that these Congress people don't know these pilots don't know the you know what i'm saying like we're up here in congress having these big congressional hearings on just surface level stuff because none of them know but the military industrial complex knows and guess who's not talking to congress about what's going on the military industrial complex the military industrial complex knows what's going on in antarctica okay so did hitler you know The Nazis apparently were down in Antarctica for some time and picked up some things. You know, there's there's a lot going on down there that has gone on down there that we don't know anything about. So listen to this. So uh, as I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. So non-human biologics that were manning those crafts, which we have retrieved and are being stored, probably like what you would see in a depiction in a movie, the non-human biologics in some type of tank of formaldehyde on right. display right so the big wigs can walk by and go oh right look at him look at your cutie booty booty so yeah you have non-human biologics and when we look back if you do research on the ancient texts and things of this nature they talk about this and they talk about the and so the question becomes i was listening to a podcast the other day with uh the pbd podcast where he's interviewing Chris Cuomo and Chris Cuomo said something and I'm not a big Cuomo fan but you know I, I think he's a good guy and he said do something you now? Mm-hmm. what's that do you now mm-hmm. I think he does what he believes and I respect that and mm-hmm. the way he does it I don't agree with him but I like the way that he represents what he believes okay if well, that makes sense that makes sense I have respect for him I don't agree with him but I have respect for him nonetheless he said that 
on this, I agree with him. He said that, you know, he believes that there's an, a higher intelligence that created human beings and that he sent his son to die for our sins and that we don't really know what that is, but it seems like we're starting to get a glimpse of it. That was what Chris Cuomo said. Okay, Tucker Carlson has come out. These guys are research journalists. They look into this stuff big time. So I want to play this piece that I sent to you. And this is a guy that goes real deep on the studying of ancient civilizations. And he has been talking about theory. And a lot of people are talking about this theory right now. A lot of people relay it. You know, I think we can all see that we do live in some kind of matrix of some sort whether it's just a perceived matrix or it's an actual matrix. But I heard this clip earlier and I wanted to play it for everybody because I thought it was really interesting. Oh, do you need the cord? Yeah. And it factors into what we're talking about. What I've discovered in my personal research is that the universe may be holographic by nature. In other words, we may be living in an ancestor simulation. Meaning that created by creating by an ancestor civilization, another civilization above us. And there may be many layers to reality. We may be one of trillions or maybe even an infinite number of simulations. And we ourselves have already started making these simulations. And what people tend to think when they hear the term holographic universe is, that, oh, you're trying to say that we're not real. But it doesn't mean that it means that we're real but we're living in a fully immersed light matrix. It's already been scientifically proven that everything in this entire universe is made of light. Even the light, you can't, you know, mm -hmm. you can't see dark matter, dark energy, even that's light. Everything is light. Atoms are mostly empty space. And so what we're basically starting to find out now scientifically is that everything that we consider to be uh, solidity is actually an illusion. Everything that we think is matter is an illusion. The only thing that truly exists in the third dimension is consciousness. That's the only real thing. Right. And that might even be broadcast in here from a source, from a singularity somewhere. Whoa. And consciousness has kind of di like divided itself into trillions of entities so that it can experience the third dimension subjectively. But overall, the actual creator of this realm, which quantum physics proves is a creator because of the mathematics behind everything, the Fibonacci sequence, pi, phi, all of that, we start to look and think we may be in living in a simulation. And to add more credence to that, when you look at the video game called The Sims, which right. we have created, right. it's, there's people in there, they have families, they have lives, they have jobs to go to, they have dogs and pets and vacations and everything else. And now scientists are saying that within the next eight to 10 years, the Sims may be conscious because of this AI technology. So now if they're conscious, we have now ourselves created our own simulated universe. Could somebody quickly wipe us out, merely erase us by hitting a key on a, on a, in, on a, on a board? It's very possible. Maybe that could be one of the reasons why we always seem to reach a certain level and start over. I mean, who knows? You know, it's very hard to Whoa. say. It's very, very hard to say. What Whoa. <laughs> wow. That's Billy Carson. Wow. And Matt LaCroix, who was on the podcast, is a friend of Billy Carson and has done work with him before. But that was Billy Carson. I think that Sims analogy is pretty deep, too. Dude, there's a lot of stuff going on. And so that's the point. I mean, the, the question is... The overall question, I think what we're scratching the surface of with this UAP, UFO, non-human biological, I think we're scratching the surface of this type of information. See, to and me, I think it's known. I, to me, this is being woke. 100%. This is waking up. Waking yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. That's awake. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is fucking awake. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wake up. Yeah. I mean, wow. That... But we're knocking on the door. So like what I was talking about with the moon and the reflection of the continents, okay? And the Antarctic Treaty and the the comparison of the basketball and the BB when you look at the sun and the earth. Right. 
all these types of things. I'm not saying what went on with Congress today. I know today. anything. I what I'm saying is I don't know. No, but we're piecing information from multiple sources right. that seem to poke a lot of fucking holes and offer a lot of other theories that's into right. the narrative where you go, huh? Yeah, it's like wow, that's very interesting because it kind of feels to me more like we're on the basketball. Is it a coincidence that all these like little things, like what happened to the oversight committee today? We had somebody, to, multiple people testifying under oath, sacrificing their reputation, their mm. legacy, Everything. their family's legacy. Right. Who knows if this guy shows up for the truth, this guy might end up in a pond found drowned. You never know. He might go paddle warding. He might. Maybe in Obama's Don't go lake. go paddle boarding in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, yeah. You might end up submerged that's right you know don't go hiking nope don't do it you might end up drowned in a ravine you know it thanks for listening to the man fuse podcast please feel free to join the show by hitting us up at 770-744-5227 or by going to manfuse.com and do us a favor share the show